Welcome to the Unicorn Mindset, where we explore the reasons you are choosing not to be the badass unicorn you are. Whether you're seeking to find inspiration as a leader or just want to show up as your authentic self, stick around. It's time to show the world your horn. I'm your host, Nicole Malcolm, and I'm an entrepreneur and leader, but most importantly, a recently proclaimed unicorn. Well, hello there, unicorns. Happy Monday. It is the end of August. Can you believe the summer is almost over? I am incredibly grateful because goodness gracious, it is scorching outside. Um, It has been so hot lately. I will absolutely take like 85 right now versus what we've been experiencing. So hopefully where you are, it is bearable um, and not too, too deathly hot. So anyways, who doesn't want to talk about the weather, right? But let's talk about what we're talking about today. So today I want to talk about um, compassionate leaders and how that really doesn't mean that just because you care, right, that you lack accountability skills. And it doesn't mean that you lose credibility um, if you do have compassion. So there's definitely two sides to that, that story. And so a lot of people are like, nope, I have to follow the book and I have to go this direction and this is how we do things. But that's not necessarily it. Um, And you have to also realize, too, that just because you care about what somebody might be going through and trying to find a solution for them while upholding all of that stuff doesn't mean that you don't care about the work either. So it's absolutely a delicate balance. But a lot of times, you know, compassionate leaders who are helpful and empathetic and, you know, it seems like they'll go to the ends of the earth for their team. They sometimes get a bad rap for being a softy, right? Or emotional or somebody that doesn't want to hold their team accountable. And sometimes it can be just a lack of skills, but sometimes it can be that they understand a situation that's going on with their employees or their team better than the outside person looking in. So what we're going to talk about is kind of like why why this is important and when to kind of know when accountability is needed when you are a compassionate leader, especially if you're starting to feel like you're being taken advantage of just for being able to understand someone's emotional state. Okay, so I think the hardest thing for a leader like myself, right, because I'm very empathetic, I can usually tell just by looking at someone that something's off um, and not right. And this, <laughs> this drives my husband absolutely insane, because usually I know something's wrong before he even understands something's wrong. Yeah, that's a thing. Uh, <laughs> so I think a lot of times when I see one of my associates is struggling, I'm able to c- kind of come to a place of I want to help you way better than what do we need to do to get your head back in the game, right? Uh, Because I think, yes, while that's part of it, you do need to understand that these are people first and their employees second. Uh, Because if you treat each person as an individual and as a person instead of the butt and the seat that's supposed to be doing a certain job, you'll actually get better results and you'll actually be seen as a much better leader in general. So you definitely still have to have the mindset of holding someone accountable is still helping them. It is still helping them. I'm going to say that one more time. It is still helping them (laughs) because a lot of times we look at accountability or having those difficult conversations as us being like a hard ass, which don't get me wrong. I've been called a hard ass in my day and that's fine because I have very clear expectations, right? And so People crave structure and a clear path to success. That's what makes us 
be ambitious and feel like we can accomplish things is that little bit of structure. Even if it's like, here's this thing, go do it. There's still something there or an ability for you to create the structure. So most people don't don't live in chaos. Um, and we do crave that accountability piece and knowing exactly what's expected of us. But for whatever reason, sometimes um, us as leaders find that having that conversation means that we're we're not being helpful, that we're just slapping them on the wrist. When I'm gonna be honest, some of us just need a kick in the ass sometimes and have that difficult conversation. And it doesn't mean that you have to come into it with, well, Bob, I've done everything I fucking can for you and you're just a piece of shit. Like, no, hell no, it should never be that conversation. It should be, okay, Bob, I'm doing X, Y, and Z and we've tried all of these things. I just need to understand where you're at and how we can help move you forward. And I need to hear that from you, right? Because you can't own their success. Their success is not for you to own. Their success is for them to own. Their development and their learning and their accountability and being held to the standards of whatever company it is you work for, that is your job. Your job is not their success. Their success is their own. Okay, so if you take nothing away from else away from today, but that their success is their own, perfect. Because far too often do we feel like we've poured all of the things into this person, but we still failed them. Yeah, we still fail them, right? Because we there's got to be something we're missing and something that's not not quite there yet. Well, I'm here to tell you that that's usually not true good leaders, compassionate leaders, leaders that genuinely care about their people and the overall success of their department and their company, their team in general, they really do value being able to provide all the resources that their team needs to be successful, all the coaching opportunities that their team needs to be successful. What happens sometimes is we feel like if they're not being successful and we've done so much, that we're still falling short. And that's because we're choosing to own their success instead of own their journey. And accept the fact that sometimes people end up not in the right spot. And that's a really hard, hard realization because it's it's one thing to feel like, okay, yep, this person that I hired is kind of struggling, but I can get them there. And then you see progress and they get there. Like there's no better feeling than that, you guys. There really isn't. But it's so hard when you're like, man, you're asking yourself, have I done everything? Is there something I missed? And there's nothing that you've missed and you have done everything and you've just reached a point where this person's skill set and talents just don't match what they have on their plate, like what you're giving them to do or the position or the company or whatever it might be. You have to be able to take that inventory and understand when it's time to move forward with disciplinary action, letting that person go. All of that stuff is so hard. And I'm I'm speaking from experience because it is a really difficult thing to do is to have the conversation of maybe this isn't the right fit for you. But you guys, it's okay if it's not the right fit. It really is. Because what's worse, feeling like you're constantly pouring into someone that's never going to deliver on your team And that person feeling like they're constantly trying to learn something, but they're never going to be able to do the job and be successful. Or is it more valuable to allow that person to understand that this just isn't the right fit, but there's something else out there for you to do and feel good about? 
it sucks to honestly go to a job every day that you aren't great at and you're constantly told this isn't working and let me show you this and let me show you that, you get beat up. As an individual, you want to be successful. So why perpetuate this feeling or lack of success because you're just afraid to have a fucking conversation? Like that stresses me out to think about. And I know that those conversations are hard because I've had them myself, but I can tell you that they can be done successfully and they can be done with a positive intention and a purpose to help this person have the best life they can. Most people spend a minimum of 40, 45 hours a week at their job. That's one job. A lot of people have more than one job. So all this time spent feeling like they're failing can absolutely burn them out. It can make them depressed. It can make them stressed, right? Make them feel like a failure. So remember too, that just because accountability is hard, doesn't mean that it's not the right thing to do. It doesn't mean that you can't do it. It can change the perception of you unless you let it, right? And you go kind of about it in a harsh way, which I've seen people do too. Just be careful that you always lead with intention. But if you're not having this conversation, who are you really failing? You're failing that person. You're not necessarily just failing your company. You're failing the team. You're failing that individual too by not being clear and upfront and honest with them. And that's a problem to me. Okay. So if you can ask yourself, have I done everything I can to help develop this individual to be successful in their role? And the answer to that is yes, then it's probably time to have that difficult conversation about what's next for that person. Okay. It's just time. And it could be that they're just running amok and being wild and not wanting to be held accountable. And sometimes that conversation can start to put them on the right track, right? Because maybe something else is going on and they're stressed out. And so they're choosing to not be present. They're choosing to not do their job. And that's our job to get underneath that stuff and help them figure it out. And sometimes that's a tough conversation where we say, okay, like I'm done with this. We've done everything we can to help you. You're not moving forward. And that's the problem. How do we fix it? Right? A lot of times that's enough to kind of help them get underneath it and asking the question too, like you were great maybe before and you're not great now. So what changed, right? What changed in your performance? You got to be curious as a leader to understand what ultimately happened for them either to not understand their expectations or to, to decide that they're not going to engage anymore in their job and they're going to have low engagement. And asking the question is okay. You can ask the question, right? But I wouldn't accuse. I wouldn't come into it accusing them of anything because that never ends well. But I would be curious. I would just ask the question. If the answer to that question, you know, have you done everything you can is no, well, then what the heck is missing and what do you need to do? And if you do have something missing, then lead with this is what we're going to try. But my concern is if this doesn't work, where does that leave us? Be honest about where this person's path to success is. Remember, we need that. We need that as humans. We need that structure. Okay. Man, why are we so scared of these difficult conversations? I know last week I talked about doing the hard right thing in the face of whatever is kind of happening in the world. 
but leaders, for some reason, we really have some fear. And I'm being honest, too, because this is me. Sometimes I'm very, uh, like, scared to have this conversation. And there's some very specific reasons why this can be happening to a leader. Um, <laughs> and it's it's writing people up and having those conversations with them can be very difficult because you've either decided that you'd rather be liked than create a respectful, safe team environment, right? You'd rather be their best friend. There's a couple things wrong with that, right? Um, I'm someone that I do appreciate every relationship that I have with my team 100%. And I will go to the ends of the earth for my team. But for me, it's not about them liking me and me bending over backwards to get that like. I want them to like me because I'm a leader that has their back and I'm honest and upfront with them. And I'm going to make them laugh and I'm going to engage in conversation with them. But we have a goal. We have a success path. We have to achieve these things. And I'm focused on their development and they're owning their success. It's not about me wanting to go get a drink with them or buy them a birthday present or let it slide that they're late all the time. That's not what this is about. It's not about just being liked. If you're liked as a bonus of you creating a safe, engaging environment that makes people feel like they can come in and be successful, awesome. You are winning at leadership, okay? Because they respect you as a leader and they enjoy your leadership, which is fan-freaking-tastic, okay? The other thing is that we don't want to be seen as a leader that is a hard ass, right? Or that's unfair because we're holding people accountable. And that can be where where people jump to, right? Because most of the time, let's be real, we don't like to be criticized or told that we're not doing something effectively or right. And that can certainly be a problem um, for a lot of people. But at the end of the day, you're not a hard ass or unfair if you've set clear expectations with your employees on what makes this job successful or with your team and what makes their position successful, and you're just holding them accountable to doing the things that make them successful. Okay, that doesn't make you a hard ass. That makes you a leader. Doesn't make you unfair. It makes you a leader. Unfair would be setting expectations and allowing them to not meet them and say nothing about it. That's unfair to the rest of your team. Unfair would be setting expectations and then holding them accountable to something astronomically higher. Okay, that's unfair. You're setting them up for failure in that case. Okay. The other thing is um, that we start to kind of question our own performance or how that we actually helped or led them to be in this place, right? So we... We tend to be very hard on ourselves as leaders because we want to see our people succeed and be successful, even if we have a backwards way of going about it, right? We do. But when they're not successful, we tend to look inward first instead of outward. We feel like, oh, we failed them, right? We haven't done enough for them, even though maybe you've run yourself ragged for it. It depends on your level of being a compassionate leader and how much you've let terrible situations jade you, right? Impact your outlook and your mindset. But it can certainly cause us to feel like we have to own their success, right? But seriously, stop it, right? 
it is not your responsibility to own other people's success. That's their responsibility. It's your responsibility to provide them tools, coaching, resources, opportunities, and a safe working environment to aid in their success. But their actual success is not your responsibility. You being able to hold them accountable to what they agreed to, what success looks like for them, that's your job. But them actually doing it and being successful, you have zero control over that. And once you accept that you do not have any control in whether they take on your development and your coaching and they do these things and you don't shy away from accountability, that's when you unlock your power and you unlock your ability to be honest with them. And I'm not talking about like, well, I don't give a shit because success is your own and it's fine. No, I'm talking about like you being a partner with them and someone that's in their corner, but not someone that takes the lead and doing the actual stuff, okay? So you're their support. You're kind of like they're the gas in their vehicle, right? But they drive that vehicle. They absolutely drive it. You're the mechanic. That's probably a better analogy. You are the mechanic to their vehicle, but they are still driving it, okay? So I just want to call this out to employees, team members, you guys, stop expecting your leader to save you from yourself, okay? You have to own your own success. Okay, and I realize that that is hard and that is difficult. And there are some situations in your career, in your workplace that create a situation that you feel frustrated about and angry about. But I'm going to be honest with you. All your boss can do is support and facilitate through those conversations. Okay, and hold other people accountable when they're doing something wrong. But you have to own the situation that happened and be able to have that conversation too. You can't hold that stuff in. It's not safe for you. Okay? You can't expect your boss to be responsible for you not getting the project done. That doesn't work. But creating a safe environment is our responsibility as your leader. Creating a safe place for you to come talk to us about whatever is going on is our responsibility as your leader. We can't force you to have those conversations, though. We can't force you to come talk to us. And we certainly can't force you to do your job. As much as we really, really want to sometimes, (laughs) sometimes I just wish I could be like, boom, magic snap. Everything's done. Everybody's happy. The world is perfect. All is in alignment. I can go have a coffee and go to bed. That's not how it works. People are messy. I feel like I say that almost every week that I record (laughs) a podcast. People are messy. But you have to stand up for yourselves, guys. You have to be able to have those difficult conversations and own your part in it. Own your peace. They know this is the situation that happened. And I'm going to be honest, I probably did this with it, right? Or maybe you didn't do anything with it. But you not saying something is you having a hand in it. It is every person's goal and job to help the team be successful. And if you're being selfish, that doesn't work. If you're not calling out injustices and owning your success, that doesn't work. Okay? So it's twofold. 
I will absolutely hands down every day for my team own the fact that they have development, they have coaching, right? They have resources and tools at their fingertips that I work my ass off to create a safe place for them to come talk to me and be who they are at work, right? But I can't own them actually being successful. I just can't because I physically cannot do their work for them. They have to show up, okay? So it's okay to be a compassionate leader. That doesn't mean that you lack accountability skills. That means that you understand that compassion sometimes is accountability. If you are joining this journey with me to empower yourself and others, I would love for you to subscribe and leave a rating with a review. Until next time, unicorns, I'm your host, Nicole Malcolm, and I hope you decide today to be unapologetically you.